Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I got a little news for you. It's the news update on Make It Rain. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dane. I'm Alex Fasano with your Make It Rain news update. Guys, to answer your question, Jim Schwartz uh, started coaching in 09. Before him was Rod Marinelli. Marinelli. Oh, Stafford right. joined yeah. the, when Schwartz yeah. did in 2009. That was their draft. They didn't class. win a game, right? Was that was that the. Uh... 08, right. I believe. 2008, I think, was. Uh, yeah, the, so he took over. Then they bring in Schwartz. And if you're 0 16, you, uh, you know, you get the first overall pick. And it was Matthew Stafford. That yes, was, was So he. All right. So that was the progression of Stafford, basically. Yes. yes, Jim Schwartz, Jim Caldwell, and Matt there. Patricia. Jim Schwartz was was Stafford's. Okay, so that makes sense yeah, now. Schwartz, the new head coach, they had the number one overall pick. They drafted yep. Matt Stafford. And like now, I said, there was some progression, Joe. But remember, they're coming off 0-16. And it was like 2-14. Right. and 14, not a good order. He didn't take over it. Right. Then so they I wouldn't hold the, it against him and say, oh, he was crap. Nah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And they did build a little bit to the point where Stafford in his third year – Went eleven and five, yes, and they went to the playoffs. playoffs. Yep. But then they Good regressed stuff. back to like seven and nine territory. Right. But and after, then after, after five years with Schwartz, then it was Caldwell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Caldwell with Stafford in years like you know four through eight of his career in what would right. be his prime, like I've been talking about. They got to the playoffs multiple times, multiple ten or eleven win seasons, and then just when they were on the precipice of taking it to that next level, they decided right. to hire Matt Patricia. Unbelievable. Yep. I mean, after an 0-16 season, you can only go up from there, right? So <laughs> it was pretty, uh, pretty good for Stafford to get his first start after that season. Right. Um, so that was, that was pretty good. We'll see if it's the last of Stafford we've seen in the NFL. But that's a different story for a different day. Let's get into today's stories, guys. Mike McCarthy, as you guys know, will be the ninth head coach in the history of the Dallas Cowboys. His contract is for five years. And he is also joined by Saints linebacker coach Mike Nolan who will be the Cowboys' defensive coordinator. McCarthy, ironically, was his offensive coordinator, his OC, when he was the coach, Mike Nolan, of the San Francisco 49ers back in, I believe it was 2005. Um, So they know each other. This is going to be at least some type of pairing that that work together um, and have experience together. And obviously, (laughs) funny story, Mike McCarthy staying at Jerry Jones' house on Saturday night, and the quote heard around the world, once you stay at Jerry's house, he doesn't lose his guy. So we'll see what happens. McCarthy made the playoffs in nine of his 13 seasons in Green Bay. So let's see. One historic franchise to another from Green Bay to Dallas. Mike McCarthy has a new home uh, in uh, Jerry World. Uh, and I'm sure he's all about Jerry's world after that sleepover. Let's get into the association, guys. Recap some games really quickly. The Mavericks taking on the Bulls, 118 to 110. Only want to mention this game because, well, my MVP candidate, uh, Luka Doncic, I think he's going to win yeah. the whole thing. He's so young, so talented. Finished with his NBA-leading 11th triple-double of the year. 38 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists, and Dwight Powell added 16. On the other side for the Bulls, Laurie Markkinen added 26 points in this one. Let's go to the Jazz, where they beat the Pelicans 128-126 to off of some controversy, guys. Stay with me here. End of regulation, Utah's up two. Uh, Bogdanovich shoots a three, misses. Brandon Ingram gets the rebound. Three New Orleans players, two players, and I think the coach are calling timeout. They're calling timeout after Ingram gets the rebound. They don't give it to him. They don't call the timeout. Ingram starts dribbling the ball up the court. Then, of (laughs) course, he faces two-time defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert, at the rim. And there was no foul call. I think there was contact made. He hit his arm going up, but Ingram... Did not get the points. They did not call the foul. They review it just based on time. They don't review it as a foul. They review to see if there was any time left on the clock. There wasn't. So they weren't going to add a foul at the end of the regulation. End of game. Jazz win. Ironically. What's up? What's up, Dane? Protest. Protest. Absolutely. And (laughs) it's ironic because this is a day after the Saints lost on a controversial no call. So New Orleans just can't seem to win. It is just in any sport, football or basketball. So... 
Uh, it's, it's the irony is that you know this happens to I guess just New Orleans in the playoffs. Yeah, so. New Orleans has plenty of things going for it. As yeah, a city. I, I guess so. But I mean, hey, you know, after one loss after another, it's uh, poor New Orleans. But I think I, I think you. they'll make it out of this one alive. Uh, they got a lot of promise in New Orleans coming uh, coming up, and and so on and so forth. But let's continue on with the association. The Celtics beat the Thunder one twenty to one thirteen. But Joel Embiid dislocated his left finger in the first quarter of this game. He still finished with 18 points, 9 rebounds, and 8 assists. And he said, quote, I want to play in a big game. This is the next game that they have against the Boston Celtics. Last time we played, it was a great success, but at the end of the day, it's whatever they want me to do. This game on Thursday is a battle between uh, two of the top five teams in the East with the Celtics and the 76ers. Obviously, Joel Embiid a big part of that. We'll see if he plays. Probably not going to play. Celtics might end up taking this one and extending their lead on the East. Early in the season, a lot of basketball left to play, but this is when the teams start to really shape up. Uh, speaking of shape up, guys, Louisiana taking down Miami, Ohio, 27-17 to in the Lending Tree Bowl. There's only one game left before the national championship. That's the FCS championship. James Madison taking on North Dakota State. James Madison are one-and-a-half point favorites, and the total in this one is 52 points. All right, that about does it for me. Going to send it back to the crew on Make It Rain, helping you win some cash this Tuesday morning. Sports Grid Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Yeah. All right, welcome back in hour two here on the grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Aries, Dane Martinez. We look to make it rain here as we get ready for uh, for divisional week here in the NFL. It's uh, it's funny. Now it's starting to come back to me now, Dave. Jim Schwartz, if you guys will remember, when he was the head coach with the Lions, and yeah. it's not easy, by the way, to take over a 0-16 franchise where nobody's taking responsibility for anything. Um, he was the guy. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he get into a fight with Jim Harbaugh in the middle of the? Oh field? yeah. Yeah. Harbaugh, didn't Harbaugh hit him with something or smash or something along those lines? Like he, yeah, they did have an altercation. And Schwartz went after him and was That's like, right. are you kidding me? That's like, right. I, that did happen. That, what was that about? Did he, like, run up the score on him or something? He won the game. I think it was the 49ers won the game late, and Harbaugh was so pumped up that when he met him at the oh, field. Oh, yeah. He shook his hand. Like, when yeah, they shook yeah, hands, he, he like, gave him a pull-in and, like, a whatever, because Harbaugh was just amped up like he always exactly. is. That's right. Like, That's right. Mom. And he, like, very aggressively yes. shook his hand, and Schwartz That's thought that correct. he was kind of, like, rubbing it in. Yes. That was yes. what, that was it. That was Schwartz that was what it was. I remember uh, that. He also now. just, uh, you know, guys, remember, he was in line for the Giants job before they gave it to Shermer. Uh, he was definitely somebody that uh, that was in place for that. I remember that oh, he wants to coach again. And yeah. I would not at all be surprised. Again, you learn from experience. There are a couple of teams. He also, I think Arizona ended up hiring Steve Wilkes from within, but that didn't work mm-hmm. out well. Yeah. Um, but I do think he's going to get a couple of uh, uh, cracks at the apple here. It'll be interesting to see um, what happens with him. But yeah, I think you and I will both agree. Uh, especially this year, the most consistent thing of the Eagles over the last couple of years has been what, Dane? That damn defense. Yeah, except for their secondary. <laughs> their front seven, for sure. Oh, yes. crushed, crushed with injuries That's like true. anybody else. But, I mean, yeah, absolutely. That, absolutely. You know, their, their, the defense has defense. been there. they got a scheme with the wide nines and stuff like that. Yep. Here's what I would only say back, though, Joe. If I'm hiring a head coach right now, mm-hmm. I'm hiring an offensive-minded one, not a defensive-minded one. Well, That's just me, though. Like Vic Fangio, sure, but I'm I'm targeting an offensive guy. Why? Uh, I just am. Depends on depends on what you need most. Yeah. Depends on what you. Oh, if you need I like toughness the this year, these days. Eh. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com.
right, so here's a question for you. And uh, I, I'm trying to understand exactly uh, what this is. But um, A.B., instead of actually being in the NFL catching passes, is He's picking fights with uh, with Logan. Is that is that correct? Is this is the YouTube guy? Is that uh, is that what I'm to understand that he is now uh, he's now picking uh, fights with just about anybody and uh, and everybody that will pay attention to him at any particular point? Because and I guess maybe it's not a bad way to go since and maybe uh, Fizano, the guys in the uh, crew, can speak to this here. But is this guy not? Uh, doesn't he have like uh, 20 trillion? followers over there and now ab is uh is picking a fight with him is that uh talk about some publicity Logan you Paul. i'm sorry stay Logan relevant Paul. yeah you're just Logan trying to Paul. stay out there, there how you does go. he Great. even know logan paul like that's he what does, i'm trying to doesn't. figure out yeah that's what it is it doesn't it's just now he's he's devolved into like an internet troll joe yeah he's doing yes. whatever he can just to have his name out there just to be relevant you know, and that's it's a sad it's a sad kind of uh, fall from grace. It really it's is crazy. Right. I mean, isn't it just absolutely nuts that instead of being on a field, helping a team yeah. win, he's actually even even a curse. And I got to congratulations to Logan Paul, man. I mean, honestly, for him to drop this, uh, which I thought was great. A.B. says square up Logan Paul and he says, I'll drop you faster than the Patriots. I might be a, a big fan of his right now. I got to tell you, man, um, the burn is fantastic here by uh, by Logan Paul. Congratulations there. To the point where, Dan, they've even come up with odds. We've got odds <laughs> for a boxing match with Logan Paul. That's funny. And, and damn A.B., but that's the way, that's where we're at right now with A.B., guys. I'll tell you, though, He's- like Antonio Brown doing all this stuff about, like, with the Saints or the NFL yes. on social media, that's yes. one thing, right? This guy, Logan Paul, like, you're fighting him on his turf. You know what I mean? And and I wouldn't be surprised, you you know, when you say, like, Logan Paul, hey, good burn. Like, that. of course, this guy, like, you're you're fighting him in his game. This is not you (laughs) doing the NFL on social media or a team or another athlete. This is like a guy who makes his living having that presence on social media, on YouTube. Like, don't go fight a road game, A.B. Exactly. Dude, like, no, stay in your lane, dude. Just stay That's right. in your lane. But again, they'll uh, certainly, and I guarantee you now, there's a whole lot of people I had no idea what AB or who he was. Uh, probably know what the so people going, who is this AB to? Why, yeah. why are you fighting Logan? It. It's just to stay relevant. I guarantee you this man is on, you know, some B-level, see, D-level reality show. That's what makes me think, though, he's not as dumb as maybe we're all making him out to see because that's pretty damn strategic to go after the guy that's going to keep you relevant. You think this is a long play for his brand? Maybe. I'm just saying that's brilliant. That's brilliant, man. I don't want to go to politics, right? But, like, a lot of people think, like, is our is our president crazy like a fox? Is there a strategy or not? It's an open question, right? So with AB, I have the same open question. Is this planned? Is this a long game strategy? I don't know. I'll leave it at that. Uh, just saying. It's very it strange that be. you would pick the number it one. could be social media influencer in the world and you yeah. would pick a fight with this dude like seriously interesting yeah. out of and nowhere he did this also when he like picked a fight with the raiders remember Thanks. and he then wanted to get released and we found out that he actually like worked with branding firms and stuff yep. consultants yep. to figure out how to free himself of it so yeah i get it yes. is he crazy <laughs> or is he crazy like a fox exactly. i don't know joe I don't know me either, but I think it's fascinating, man, because just when we think like, oh, man, this guy's got to get himself checked in. He pulls this move out and I'm going, this is this dude is brilliant. Now he's going to be overthinking it and giving him credit when maybe there was no thought pattern there. But why? Like, it's not like they have a history together. You randomly to pick out Logan Paul like, yeah, I don't know. There could be real. Like, he could have just woke up that day, you know? I mean, right. So how much do you attribute it to strategy is my question. I can see how this could be strategic, but I don't know that I attribute the strategy to A.B. Yeah, I think this is um, very interesting, to say the least. So this is very interesting, to say the least. Uh, Also, uh, to say... um, 
We've got a line that's been drawn in the sand here, guys. Uh, number one, we can tell you uh, now that it's a couple of days in, Dane, for our uh, our games in the NFC, certainly, okay. between uh, Minnesota. Of course, that is Saturday at 435, Minnesota and San Francisco. And then Sunday at 640, you've got the Hawks and the Packers. It's very clear right off the bat who the public is on and who the uh, pros are on. Um, and you don't have to look any further. Starting on Saturday in this Vikings game, Dane, uh, it is quite obvious that the public loves the 49ers uh, with over two-thirds of the bets hammering San Francisco and laying the either six-and-a-half or seven, which is where it opened up yeah. uh, in a lot of places. The problem is uh, when you have that kind of uh, love going towards the team, it ain't moving, man. That's like it right. ain't, it's still six and a half, seven across the board, which means the pros are all over Minnesota again this week so far early on. And the public loves San Francisco. Now in Seattle and Green Bay, you've got the reverse happening here, man. The That's public right. cannot believe Russell Wilson is getting points in this game. They are hammering Seattle hammering Seattle the number of bets it's almost uh it's almost three to one right now Seattle but wow th this game opened up three and a half Dana it, still it, right there I'm, it's four I'm seeing three and a half four I'm even yep. seeing fours in some places guys so that means the pros love Aaron Rodgers the public loves Russell Wilson and it's flipped over in the other game where the the public loves San Francisco laying the, you know, six and a half, seven, whatever it may be. But the pros are all over the dog in Minnesota. Could the dark horse be the Vikings here now? Could it very well be the Vikings? Now, again, we had given you the numbers for wild card, Dane, uh, for wild card week. We, here's what we know about the divisional round here. All right. This final eight. Dogs since 2003, Dane, 38-24 against the number. Um, they have been very profitable in this round. Also very profitable to fade against the number, the team coming off the bye. 54, uh, 52 and 43 against the number. Over 55%, Dane, it has been profitable to fade that bye team and back the underdog in this divisional matchup this week. So... Uh, Green Bay at home, though, I think presents a very interesting situation. Yeah. But it's quite obvious to me that the public, uh, Russell Wilson, the more he plays, the more public support he is getting. True, true. And I'm going to be on Green Bay. We'll talk about why probably throughout the week. But when I hear that, Joe, and I don't know, this is my, my, my thesis, my hypothesis. I'm not sure if it's right. You tell me if you think this holds water. When you get to this weekend, right, and you have the one and two seeds, the buys, these are teams that were 14 and two, 13 and three. And so I wonder if the number is inflated, right? Like we see double digit lines here when there's a one seed at play at home. I wonder if part of that is because it's baked in a little bit that the line is usually a little bit higher than it should be, or we approach double digits. And regardless, you have a playoff caliber team that just won a game on the other side, right? So like these teams, Vikings, Titans, Texans, Seahawks, maybe in general, these are the caliber of teams that shouldn't be more than a touchdown dogs against anybody. And in this round, they frequently are. And so those numbers may be a little bit too much. So I can see the number. I would wonder, Joe, about straight up, you know, this idea, of does the point spread matter? How many of these are times where the one or two seed, the home team, wins but doesn't cover the number? Because I think maybe it's the number that causes that stat for the dogs as opposed to outright wins. Well, it's not. It's against the – I mean, bottom line is the numbers, they all matter. So if you're going to – if right. I'm going to be betting a game taking the taking the points which yeah. uh, with the dog, it's been pretty darn profitable to do it because – and. It could very well be that they anticipated San Francisco getting all the love and Minnesota getting none, so the line is yeah. shaded. Yeah, I think what but we see is the numbers getting inflated. Because yeah. There's no doubt who the public likes in either yeah. of these games, guys, but they're on both sides. They're opposite sides, guys. It's, right. it's, and it's only recently biased on one of them. Big time, pros versus yeah. Joes. Maurice Allen, 2000.
Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. All right, so who would like to be the next daily fantasy legend? Come on. Everyone wants to be a legend and not dead, so why don't you go for the green? Get over to DailyRoto.com this fantasy golf season. You can do it because for a limited time, you can get free, that is right, free access to Daily Roto's PGA DFS product, including fantasy projections powered by Data Golf. You also get PGA betting tools and, of course, the DailyRoto.com Fantasy Golf Optimizer. Do not lay up. Go for the green with Daily Roto today. Head over to DailyRoto.com, enter the promo code GREEN, and you'll get yourself access for a free, that's right, free seven-day golf membership. It's DailyRoto.com. That promo code is GREEN. Go get your free seven-day golf membership today. And remember, the DailyRoto.com, along with The Bachelor, is where millionaires are apparently made, Dane Martinez, saying, Joe, Joe, and let's, make this, let's do this with golf. Golf DFS, Joe. You're all yeah. over golf. Yeah, and I'll no, cover absolutely. my guys. Let's yeah, get this coverage absolutely. going. We'll get a little Kevin Na action, you know, good coverage. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it yeah, for the Sony Open. There'll be Open. a handful of dudes who are going to be able to win this tournament. But, yes, there's uh, there's a let's number way. Let's cover them all, Joe. Let's just cover them. I believe them. Cardano has already confirmed he will uh, spot us the money here for the tournament great. to uh, prove this scientific point. Thanks, Mike. Which is great. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate that. Awesome stuff there. As long as it's a five cent. Tor- Never mind. Uh, appreciate that, Mike. Uh, good stuff there. Uh, but we were telling you also, guys, that the uh, the early lines are out, of course, for these divisional matchups. Now, the AFC games, the Baltimore yep. and uh, the Baltimore and Houston games here, Houston, at Kansas City and, uh, of course, Baltimore, at Tennessee. It's uh, they're a little more one sided there. Obviously, we can tell you Kansas City is getting. Not only a lot of the public support, but also a lot of the um, uh, the pro support as well as right. that number continues to climb. Everyone went from seven and a half to ten. Yeah, we get it. Tennessee is interesting from the standpoint of I am not sure uh, that opened up at double digits. And I've seen that back down here in a few spots lately. And I don't blame. Listen, I. I do not, uh, and I'm telling you guys right now, I, of all of the dogs, the one that I would not sleep on is Tennessee uh, in this game. And I get it. It's Baltimore. I, I, I get all of that, guys. But the reality is there are a lot of things working in the favor of the Tennessee Titans in this game. And mostly, you know, when you look at some of the trends here, Dane, for this uh, for this game, for instance, We know the Ravens, right, this year have been fantastic. But the Titans haven't been a pushover, especially since Ryan Tannehill started at quarterback for him, right? Seven and three and one against the number since he took over. Um, 29 and a half points scored per game uh, since he has been in there. And while Lamar Jackson has been great, road underdogs in this round, and we know this, road underdogs, eight and three against the spread, against the Ravens in Lamar Jackson starts. All right, keep that in mind. Road underdogs going up against Lamar. You you talked about it. Overvalued, right? A little bit of hype. MVP. Yeah. Guess what? MVP, Lamar Jackson, as good as he is, that's overvalued, guys, and the books know it. So there's a reason why road underdogs have been 8-3 and three against the number against him. So there is... A lot of value, I think, in Tennessee because they have a great running equalizer themselves. Yep. And uh, they also have a mismatch nightmare in the secondary. And so if Tannehill can keep lighting the fire, I think double digits is a little excessive because if it's the one thing that we know about Baltimore, um, it's they, uh, they score, they like to score quick. Well, 
okay, what happens if Tennessee's on the field for, you know, seven, eight minutes yep. with uh, with him and you can't, and then you got to sell out and then you got Brown. There's, I think it's the most intriguing matchup of all the underdogs. Tennessee is the one that interests me the most from a value standpoint. I don't disagree with you, Joe. And here's the other thing. If I ask you about Minnesota, Tennessee, Houston, and Seattle, the dogs here, the other thing I would give Tennessee is they have the most solid identity Mm -hmm. of all of those teams, right? I know what I'm going to get with Tennessee. They're going to punch you in the mouth. They're going to bend but not break on defense. They're going to try and keep it close and then make plays in the fourth quarter when they wear you down. Okay, and that might play in this kind of matchup. Okay, so that's one thing that makes me feel more comfortable with Tennessee. They have a rock solid identity. I'll give you another thing that I think helps Tennessee, Joe. Mother Nature, I think, helps Tennessee this weekend. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's going to be I mean, you're going to be beautiful down there in Miami, as usual. It's set to rain all weekend, Joe. 14, 15 mile an hour winds also. And that only adds to the style of game. That it's not like Baltimore doesn't want that style, but the same kind of style that Tennessee profiles with style makes fight. It's the same kind of close hang around game until the fourth quarter. So I think Mother Nature helps. And this is going to sound absolutely crazy, Joe. But Brett Kern could be a very big part of this game also. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and, and you're not when you have that wrong. kind of game, right? A running yep. game, a field position game. This Pro yep. Bowl, all Pro Bowl punter could actually have something to do with it. B- Buffalo lost to this team by three points. Joe. Yes. Yeah. Same kind of style. San Francisco yep. lost to this team by three points. Okay. I think Baltimore wins this game, but I don't know that it's by more than a touchdown, Joe. Yep. And listen, the Patriots defense ranks sixth, guys, against the run this year. And they yeah, were also a top five <laughs> tackling team this it year. It does not matter. The Ravens, guys, are 15th and they are 12th in tackling. So, it is a step down from what they just saw, and we we all watched what Henry did in that game to that defense, and now you've got a disciple of Belichick, and not that Harbaugh is a pushover coach. He's not. He's not Bill O'Brien. Uh, he's a very smart coach, but Absolutely. he's going to have a guy on that other sideline. It also is a bit of a wild card here because we know who we, we know where he falls as far as the tree of coaching goes, yeah. and... He obviously, when he can take down Bill Belichick in that spot, a place that Jim Harbaugh has not had a lot of success doing over the years. Um, it's an interesting, is it worth double digits? I, oh, I, that to me is, I think it's a little overvaluing right there. I do like the red zone defense of the Titans too, if you can keep them the field goals. Um, and you can get, uh, you know, Henry going up against that defensive front that wasn't great. They were middle of the road against the run. He's rolling here now. And then Tannehill, of course, another wild card. What's he going to do in the passing game? What can he do? We keep waiting for the other shoe to fall with him, right, Dane? But right. maybe it doesn't. I, You know, we've like, seen guys like this get hot. Have we not in the playoffs? We've yeah, seen we quarterbacks. We saw, Joe Flacco. We saw Eli right. Manning. All exactly. do this, right? Yeah, so exactly. So Brian correct. Tannehill, like, and he's yep. in the same spot, Joe, right? He's betting on himself. He has a one-year That's contract. Correct. He's out That's there correct. not only for the Tennessee Titans, but for 31 other potential That's suitors. Correct. We have seen this before. This style and Derrick Henry make – it's not sexy, but it makes nope. them live every single time. Joe, what do you think – what would you set as, like, an over-under for carries for Derrick Henry on Saturday? 30? How many did he have in the game uh, against? Uh, Get 34, 34 on Saturday yeah. night. 34 for yeah. 180 something. Like, and the what interesting would the number part about that though under? is because they were they were close. They weren't necessarily playing from behind there. Right. So that would be the problem, right? If Baltimore does thing. get out early, gets out right. to a two score lead, and forces Henry out of the game plan, Correct. which is why I wouldn't be surprised if early on. We see Hollywood Brown over the top. We see the crazy trick play that they've been holding with Lamar because they know, the Ravens know, they need to play from ahead so they could proverbially pin their ears back and try to mitigate the Derrick Henry. Yeah, the Ravens are not good against the run, guys. And and their other numbers are deflated because they've played from in front. So they've, uh, you know, they're they're passing, uh, you know, defense is great. Well, of course, because when you're dropping guys back and you know they're going to be passing, that ain't going to be the case here. They are going to have success running the ball. The Titans are going to have success running the ball against this defense. 
Uh, the question is, can they convert in the red zone? And can they stop Baltimore from converting in the red zone? Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how this uh, plays out. But I still think 10 points is a lot. I get I get the Texans-Chiefs number, guys. Andy Reid, with a week to prepare, an extra week to prepare, guys, the numbers are disgusting. He's second only behind Bill Belichick. Um, he is one of the most profitable <laughs> coaches with a week an extra week to prepare against you that we have ever seen and dating back to 03 with a more than a week uh, 8 to 15 days to prepare he is uh, almost 60% against the number Dane so that's yeah. uh that's that's pretty impressive and only Belichick uh is ahead of him and not by much there plus he's 13 and 4 against the number with at least if not more rest than the uh, and he's favored by more than a touchdown. When he gets that extra week and he's more than a touchdown favorite, he's yeah. 77% against the number. Like he does he doesn't lose the games he's supposed to win bottom line and he covers the games he's supposed to cover and the number tells us he's supposed to cover this game. I get why it's up to double digits and it shouldn't scare anybody if you're backing the Kansas City Chiefs here because that's what Kansas City does. That's what Andy Reid does. Yeah, I mean, as you know, Joe, I was starting to get on that Kansas City train uh, when we hit December because I saw that defensive improvements, and I'm going to be on that train uh, for the rest of the playoffs. You talk about Andy Reid after the bye. Um, you know, they were managing Shady McCoy throughout the rest yep. of the, throughout December for this, right? Andy Reid has a blueprint about this already. Um, and I think the biggest part of it all, is Joe Patty Mahomes is another week removed and another week rested and another week healthy. And to me, <laughs> this is going to be Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, Joe, two of my three men in the AFC, right, that I've been talking yep. about all year long. One of them is going to be left standing. Deshaun Watson, for all his Superman plays, he was sacked seven times in that game, Joe. That's that correct. offensive line, it's still a problem. Terrell Suggs and that pass rush getting better. Uh, yeah, I, I understand. Yep. Going to be interesting. But by, by the way, Bill O'Brien's numbers, we'll give you those on the uh, on the other side. Uh, prepare. I hope you didn't have breakfast because you will throw up. We'll give you those coming up on the grid. <laughs> Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. see legally how you can stop right. this if my husband or even my dad because my dad and i play daily fantasy yes. together all the time if he was a professional daily fantasy player i of course am going to sit there and say hey what do you think of this who should i put here or do you want to just set my lineup because i would love to win a million dollars weekdays 9 a.m to noon eastern on fntsy radio and on the sports grid network Y2K, Joe, Y2K. I, 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 I can't even, dude. <laughs> Make sure you write out that 2020, oh, that's all. My, well, yeah, <laughs> now you got a lot of answering to do here. Uh, welcome in. Here we go on this uh, Tuesday. A lot going on here in the uh, in the world of sports, not just today, of course, this week. And, of course, some of the things off the beaten path. Uh, do not forget, we've got the uh, Tournament of Champions, I believe, for the yes, uh, Jeopardy tonight. Jeopardy, right? The greatest yes. of all time. Yes. Uh, that Who is, you got, uh, Joe? Who you got? Uh, I, you know, I gotta go with, uh, I, I gotta go with Jennings. I really do, man. See, I, I wanted I think... to also. I yep. like Jennings too, but the other guy, remember the more recent guy, he was like a sports gambler. Remember? Yes, I know. Yeah. So but it's kind of like I want to have him school. represent for the crew. Yeah, Jennings is just old school, man. It's, I know. Uh, when you ask and, me, but... I go Ken Jennings. <laughs> I do I don't believe even know who the third guy is. Mistaken. This has already been taped. I think the. 
the tournament has already been done. Like, so there is, it's not I live. did get some early odds on this and it looks like it was close. You had Holhauser there, the, uh, the recent guy, the uh, sports better at plus 110, right. Jennings at plus 115 and Rudder was plus 280. Yeah. I don't um, even know who Rudder is. He was the guy in between. He was another guy. Yeah, he was the. Yeah, uh, so Jennings I don't even know him. Part. I know the new guy, the sports better right. guy, and I know Ken Jennings. I don't know who the other yeah. guy is. He was another guy too that uh, that was there in. He was of all of them, I believe. He's the guy that has won all time the most money. Like he's the guy really? he collected four point seven eight million while he was on the show. But he's not nearly as well known as the other two guys because personality wise he was. Not exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and so it's going to be three nights. It looks like it's going to be yes. three nights. Yeah. And now he here's went... my biggest question: How do they pick the categories for this show? I don't think it's going to be any different than what it would have been for but, the show, because that would be. How do you? There's yeah, gotta you can't... be people calling controversy based on whatever the co- categories are, because even though these guys, you know, are experts at almost everything. And they damn ring the buzzer before the damn question's over. There's got to be some level of expertise in different areas for these guys. I Listen, they, they all won ridiculous amounts of money for <laughs> these streaks. But keep in mind, when a guy like Rudder did it, they retired yeah. you after five straight wins. So think about that. He won $5 million at a time where you can only win five straight times, Dan. And then they, then they yeah, shut you right. down. So he was ridiculous. Um, so... Here's what we got. Ken Jennings was 74 in a row. Okay? Yes. That's yep. the record. Now, yep. our guy Holzhauser, he has all 15 yeah, of correct. the single show top ones. You know? So that's he was right. the biggest dominant. He maxed out the most, right? But Rudder holds the most, like, cumulative all-time money. Right. And he beat Jennings in... 2005, they had an ultimate tournament of champions. Also yep, in 2014 yep. for the Battle of Decades. Jennings right. finished second in both of those, but now you to throw in Holzhauser here. It's a different, they've never competed against one another. I believe those two guys also took on like uh, Watson, the IBM That's what I was going to say. Didn't they have the computer? Yeah. Like and the IBM computer? Ass. Yeah. And they kicked I want to see the too. computer yeah. against these three guys. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm correct. serious. What number would you hang for the computer? Would the computer be the favorite? Against these three? Uh, no, they've, he's already lost. They already got a loss. Computer here. lost? Uh-uh. What I think is interesting is Holhauser and Jennings have been talking trash on Twitter That's back great. and forth, too. That's great. So they've great. actually done a pretty good job of actually <laughs> hyping this up. So It's like um, Phil versus Tiger, right? The showdown yes. golfing kind of thing that yep. happened. Yeah, so this is going to be Tuesday. So it's tonight, tonight. Friday. Tonight. That's the oh, first I'm, week. I've yeah, already uh, saved it Friday. on my YouTube TV. I'm going to watch back on Tuesday, the 14th, uh, the day after, of course, the uh, national championship next Monday. Oh, see, I have it airing uh, on ABC today, tomorrow and Thursday, three days in a row. That's correct. Even through Friday. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Tuesday. So So they're going to do a whole um, recap, I'm sure, and everything else. This is going to be amazing. And and I don't mean to go dark here, but isn't Alex Trebek struggling with health right now? Yes, yeah, but again, this was already taped, so okay. this has been. This isn't going to be live, which I think okay. is why the books have taken it down, right? Because uh, there you might have be access some, to the results. Uh, but yeah, I told you, Joe. Believe- I told you how to bet wrestling. We bet WrestleMania when <laughs> yep. the results were kind of predetermined. So hey. Uh yeah, but I think there's been some uh, leakage here, so that Fair. might explain why uh, the books like, yeah, no. Um, Who wins? Do we know? I, it's out there. I'm not looking for it, but it is out there from what I understand. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not oh, looking man. for it. I'd rather I like, watch do it. Do I for this or not? Yep, <laughs> I'd rather watch it. Um, this is going to be interesting here. All right, so that's going to be fun. Um, I'm going to say here, I'm going to go Jennings, man. I'm going to go Jennings. Who are you going with? My knee-jerk reaction was Jennings also. But, like, this new guy entered the fray, and he's a sports investor, you know? Um, and he's, like, kind of the wild card because we've seen what has happened when the other two have faced off before. Give me the new guy. Give me our guy. Give me our, Give me our new guy. guy. All right. So, well, listen. He's Give the me our fa- sports I mean, investor. 
I'm going to ride for the sports investing community. When the you line take actually first came out, it looks like he was originally the favorites, and Jennings uh, was second. Nobody giving Rudder any credit here. Zero. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know who he is. Right. Yeah. And meanwhile, he's won the most money of right. all of them. <laughs> yeah, he to, doesn't. Uh, he's a very intelligent man. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> I don't exactly. know who he is. I'm a ride yep. with our new guy. Um. All right. So going to go with the new. I, it's going to be fun. It starts tonight, guys. So that should be uh should be able to kill a couple of hours here uh, and watch this uh, tonight. I think that's going to be. It's going to be a lot of fun here, Dan. I'm looking forward to these little side gigs here that they got uh, coming up. National Championship, don't forget, now six days away. I think the hype train for that is probably going to be full throttle over the next. Oh, yeah. Um, who's carrying that game? But Is it Fox or who's got the National Championship? It's got to be uh, ESPN, right? Because they do be the whole. Because the family yeah, of network that be has the beats. Yeah. So yes. I imagine or, yeah. full the court press for that is going to be ridiculous here over the next week since it's been like a month since they actually played a game. So I imagine yeah, it's like going to yeah. be, yeah, uh, 9,000 Dabo interviews, going to be, uh, you know, 4,000. Good luck trying to figure out what Ed Algeron's saying. Yeah, uh, right. That's always a good drinking game. Uh, you know what? <laughs> water boy. What? That movie, What's water boy? You know, that stuff. But I think this is so bad, Joe, that they decided to push this back. Because honestly, on Monday morning, the day of the national championship game, Joe, yes. what are we going to open our show with? It's not going to be college football. Nope. We're going to nope. open our show with the final four in the NFL. We're going to be nope. talking about, oh, my God, Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. Oh, my God. Did you see what Jimmy Garoppolo did? We're going to be, you know, that's what we're going to be talking about. And it puts college football behind the eight ball. They should have right. played a national championship game last night. And I know there was the double booking of the dome and all that. But they are not going to get the shine that they deserve because NFL football will be, have their final four set. Yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate, and but it's kind of an anomaly. So I don't, it won't happen here like this again next year. So they've been able to avoid it. But this is, listen, the truth is we got the best two teams in the country. Number one, number two, bar none. You've got Clemson doesn't take away from the fact you got a defending national champ going for. What, one of the hardest things to do, which is repeat in all of sports, they're going after it. They've got the team. They beat what many people thought was the number one team in the country anyway, Ohio State. And they took them their best shot, and they walked away a winner. And meanwhile, LSU, you know, they rolled Oklahoma, which a lot of people were like, eh, you know, like they weren't right. that great anyway. You were 14-point favorites. Of course you were going to roll. Uh, this is by far going to be the game that both of these teams um, having played Ohio State a couple of weeks ago, I think advantage uh, Clemson because all of that talk of all oh, your schedule was that. Well, right. what does that mean? The very last game they played was against a, a team against many people think would beat LSU. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think Clemson is the more battle-tested team, ironically, because they've been, yes. they've had this level of competition. If you go back, and Trevor Lawrence was there, Etienne was there, Dabo Sweeney was there. So, and you're right, the the Ohio State win kind of just gives them credibility, right? Because they were yep. playing the ACC all season long. But this, people came in knowing that there were three teams above everybody else. There were three undefeated teams. Whoever right. was number four, whether it was Oklahoma, whether it wound up being Utah, whether it wound up being Georgia, Which we all knew that they were yeah. a little bit of a right. cut below. So we right. knew it was going to be LSU and whoever won that other game. Uh, you know, five and a half points, it's interesting because LSU was a, you know, was a locomotive against... Oklahoma, I don't know that Burrow's going to get eight touchdowns, but what I also don't know is if the LSU defense will stop Clemson at all. Right. Exactly. And especially that uh, he's tough when he runs that ball. That kid is tough, man. Right. And that now they is... let Lawrence run. Yeah. Wow. Is he, uh, you know, he's a big dude. He's got, uh, they've got some wide receivers there on LSU that are just flat out Sunday. They're going to be playing Sundays. Uh, can they control that line of scrimmage is going to be very interesting. I think it's going to be an all-out war. I still think it's way too many points on the board. I don't I, think that these two defenses are going to allow a, you know, 42 to 40 game. I just don't see it. Um, I think this is going to be total. especially, 
Yeah, it's going to be a little tight to start, guys. It's right, certainly going to exactly, be a little tight to start. That's you know? what I'm saying also. With totals this high, you need it being dynamic, high octane for all four quarters. It can't Amen. be something that, like, opens up in the second half. And that's kind of nope. what I think this might be. So far, Joe, the only prop bets we have are the passing yards for both quarterbacks. That's the Burrow. only thing out on the board. Interesting. So far for prop bets. Burrow yep. is 365 and a half for passing yards, Joe. Really? Trevor Lawrence is a much more manageable 295. And I, because I brought it up because I was going to be interested in what the Lawrence rushing yard. Rushing crack, exactly. Remember, then I saw it, that I only the, the passing was drive. up. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. No and we've been seeing that lately, right? Yeah. Josh Allen passes his prop first drive. I gave out Russell Williams, Wilson's rushing prop. He get, yeah. beat it first drive. You know, we've seen that before. And if they are now like, hey, here's our break of tendency, here's our wrinkle to run him more, the computer algorithm over here, looking back at his last 10 games or whatever, is going to hang a low total for that prop. Yeah, I will say this too, uh, LSU's secondary, uh, one of the worst in uh, in the SEC, by the way, uh, giving up at least 230 passing yeah, yards per game. Yeah, so they give up about 22 yards per game, uh, 22 points per game, but they've been exposed in the passing game all year long, which is, and we know, listen, Clemson's got a couple of six foot three, six foot four wide receivers out there as well that would make it a little tough to defend. So it's going to be a chess match, I think, this game. And who do you trust more, Ed Audron or a team that has won now what? 35, 30 in a row, 30, 25 in a row. I think it's, uh, what are they? Uh, the quarterback, well, I know this. Ball. I know That's Lawrence is Lawrence 25 and 0 as a quarterback. He's right. 25 and, and 0. Clemson's won 30 in a row as a team. So, and they're getting five and a half. Points. Right. Just, Which way do you think this is going to move, Joe? Is it going to get to six? I don't think it's going to. I, I think. Okay. You know, we talk about I like, be, do we quit now or do we wait? If I'm, I like, I, it sounds like we both are leaning Clemson, especially with points here. So I'm if, all over Clemson. If yeah, you're on Clemson, Clemson, and it sounds yep. like we both are, yep. do, then the question is, do you wait or do you take it now, Joe? I, when it opened up and they were getting six is when I, is when I got it. And okay. that's, that's where I've held it. My question is, do I, do I hit it again? Uh, even at five, cause I still like it at five and a half. Do I tease it up? Do I take right. the 11 and a half? Do I take the, you know, the 12? Well, what do up, I do also here? move it to like 75 and a half and go under? Right, because I, I still think the under is a player. I think it's all right. the value. So. so that's correlation, yep. right? Yep. We'll give you the latest numbers. We'll do that next year on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare. What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-230-8145. 800-230-8145. Again, that's 800-230-8145. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Here we go. Get ready. Morning 
after coming your way. Also uh, tonight, uh, you've got yourself, uh, I believe, six NBA games, 26 big conference, uh, uh, 29 rather. A uh, lot of good college basketball games on tonight. Conference playing full effect, and of course, uh, 12 NHL games. Uh, we'll continue to take a look at, um, and maybe tomorrow, Dan, we'll start taking a look at some of the future bets now uh, for the Super Bowl and uh, see who, um, sure. where some of these lines are falling compared to who do we think should we leverage some of these, uh, yeah. some of these plays with who we think. Because if we like some of the underdogs this week, maybe to pull right. the upset, I mean, sure, all four favorites could win out, but, you know, winning. Covering is one thing, but is there is there somebody here that we uh, that we like that we could ride all the way through through the Super Bowl and get them at a number now? Because if somebody like a Minnesota or the Titans win, right, uh, they win outright. The uh, you probably never get them better than you will right now with those uh, with those numbers. So uh, it'll and be interesting. A couple of uh, futures tickets already that I'd yeah, like what, to play yeah. off of. You know what, what I you mean? Hold in Baltimore, right? Is it? Um, oh. I'm holding Green Bay to win the NFC. Oh, that's I got right. that okay, at the Green beginning Bay. of the season. Yep. Right, and, right, right. And in the middle of the season, I'm holding Kansas City um, to win the AFC when they were still the third choice behind New England. Um, I've okay. got Green Bay to win the NFC at like 12 to 1. And okay. I've got Kansas City um, at around 8 to 1 to win the AFC. Okay. Both of those numbers have obviously gone down. So the question is, how do right. I play or hedge off of that? Joe, I have to say one last thing. We talk about numbers all the sure. time. 5.8 and 6.6, 6, Joe. The levels of what two earthquakes. The levels of two earthquakes in Puerto Rico over the last 24 to 48 hours, Joe. Okay? Really? And now there's tsunamis there and stuff like that. They're already without power. So I just got to send my warm wishes. And uh, we're all praying for you, hoping you do all right there. I got friends and family, as you can imagine there. 5.8 and 6.6 6 earthquakes over the last 24 hours on the island of Puerto Rico. You just can't catch a break in Puerto Rico, man. It's absolutely yeah. und- uh, unbelievable. Still trying to clean up the mess from the hurricane. Exactly. So, yeah. all right, thoughts and prayers there. Uh, good luck to you uh, guys here tonight. Come back and join Dana and I tomorrow. We'll recap uh-huh. it all and, of course, get you ready for what's going to be a crazy weekend. So good luck to you. Come back and join us tomorrow. The Grid, SportsGrid.com. Morning after next.